Occasionally I forget. Yeah, um, my parents didn't just call me two letters. That's that didn't. cool though. I mean, it's probably heading that way. How did you get the nickname KB? That's a good story. <laughs> so um, while I was studying musical theatre, um, I had a friend who I would call for, like by her initials and she would call me by my initials. Ah. And hers didn't stick but mine stuck. Huh. Before then everyone called me Chris. I like KB much more. Hmm. Chris. Yeah. No pictures of Chris. Yeah. I don't anymore, but it was, it was a, a long time. For like 20 years, it was a hmm. thing. Wow. Yeah, weird. Huh? Mind-blowing. Yeah. Can't even imagine that. I've only ever met KB, so. I know. I don't know about this Chris gal. Yeah, crazy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> thanks for the great early tangent. Yeah. Um, so if you heard our Flat Earthers episode, this is the one after it. We're recording yeah. straight after it. Enjoy. Which means it's even later at night. <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. We should probably talk about what we're talking about today. Yeah, tell us what we're talking about today. Chippies. We're talking about chips. Like, what kind of chippy? R-F-I-D oh, chippies. Yeah, I thought we were going to talk about <laughs> potatoes. No, I've had so many chips I don't need anymore. Oh, excited. Yes, R-F-I-D chips. What is R-F-I-D, you ask? Sounds like a great... Actually, it sounds like a flavouring that you probably shouldn't eat because it'll yeah. give you a migraine. Like it's MSG. Got so many letters in it. A little additive RFID. RFID. Anyway, anyway. not not edible. Believe well, it. technically it could be. It's an acronym. It's an that? acronym for radio frequency identification. And I'm just going to read this straight because it's very confusing and I don't really understand it. This is from the abr.com website. That's why it's got a dot com in there. Oh goodness. Strapping guys is going to be a rough one. <laughs> it refers to a technology whereby digital data encoded in RFID tags or smart labels are captured by a reader via radio waves. RFID is similar to barcoding in that data from a tag or label are captured by a device that stores the data in a database. Mm -hmm. RFID, however, has several advantages over systems that use barcode asset tracking software. The most notable is that RFID tag data can be read outside the line of sight, whereas barcodes must be aligned with an optical scanner. So when you like go to the shops, it has to be like physically scanned mm -hmm. for it to get the and information. And like the microchip you put in your dog has to be physically scanned. Yeah. Whereas an RFID tag doesn't in order for you to access no how does it work it belongs to a group of technologies referred to as automatic identification and data capture or aidc or a dick Those methods automatically identify objects, 
collect data about them and enter those data directly into computer systems with little or no human intervention. Uh oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> RFID methods utilize radio waves to accomplish this. At a simple level, finally, <laughs> RFID systems consist of three pr- components an RFID tag or smart label, an RFID reader, and an antenna. Okay, so you're fine. So, yeah. RFID tags contain an integrated circuit and an antenna, which are used to transmit (laughs) data. I was like, am I reading the same sentence again? No. And an antenna, which are used to transmit data to the RFID reader, also called an interrogator. That doesn't sound like a great thing to name it. The reader then converts the radio waves to a more usable form of data. Information collected from the tags is then transferred through a communications interface to a host computer where the data can be stored in a database and analysed at a later time. So, look, it's, like, really confusing. All I know is that when you travel, Mm. you're told to buy all these things that Mm -hmm. block RFID scans. Yes, and you can buy, like, RFID clothing too. Clothing. Mm. What? Mm. Crazy. Bags, wallets, suitcases. Clothing. Clothing. Passport protectors. Yes. That's that's really all I know. Similar to like an NFC tag. No, don't know what that is. Okay, so like on my little frenzies. Yeah. On my banking app. Yeah. I can set up tap and pay. Yes. Right? Yes. So that uses an NFC tag. Yeah. Sometimes if I have my phone resting on top of my wallet that has the chips in my yeah. cards, yeah. it'll come up and it'll go ding dong and vibrate and it'll say um, NFC reader can't recognize chip. Uh... So it thinks so it's like a constantly active little thingy that's like uh... reading everything I put it up against. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. So I think it's something similar with an RFID tag where it's constantly transmitting data mm. and somewhere, some, something somewhere is constantly receiving it. Yeah. Although I do believe there is boundary lines Look. for an RFID tag as well. Let me see if I can find It's not something that is like you can't read it if you're in a different country. That kind of thing. Look, there. It's, it is in your passport. It is in your passport. That's why you have a little protector. Um, problems and concerns. That's probably where we want to go. Whoa. So Wikipedia tells us, good old wiki, that not every successful reading of a tag is useful for business purposes. So there we know. Sometimes, that. There's, Sometimes stuff there's stuff we just don't care about. Yeah. Um. A large amount of data may be generated that is not useful. Cool. Boring. Blah, 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 blah. So they're saying, when they're saying Security that... Security concerns, this is what... They're talking about data flooding, which is like moving a product that has a tag from one shelf to another shelf, and then them thinking it's completely lost when it's oh, just yeah. in a different yeah. place. It's just in a place. A primary RFID security concern is the illicit tracking of FID. RFID tags. I can't read anymore. RFID. RFID, tags, which are world readable, Ooh. pose a risk to both, both, both. Oh my goodness! To both personal location, you, privacy, Julie. and corporate military security. Uh, such concerns have been raised with respect to the United States Department of Defense's recent adoption of RFID tags for supply chain management. And if we knew what supply chain management was, that would sound we might... really scary. Yeah. 
Privacy organisations have expressed concerns in the context of ongoing efforts to embed electronic product code RFID cards in consumer products. Yeah. Look, there's a lot. It's just a, tra- it's it's a tracking just a device that... Yeah. It's, it, it's problematic. But, so, I think with our misunderstanding of it, kind of breeds the conspiracy. Probably. It, it sounds like something that you could understandably misunderstand. Well, yes, because it's very confusing, but maybe we'll just play some little bits of music and then you can come back and explain Sounds it to good us. to me. Hockey dokey, ah, the chalky. Here we go. I Hope haven't you guys are still even opened the Julie, you had a whole. Da, 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 if I wasn't to do it. busy inserting that, <laughs> yeah, I Julie might have does had all the work, guys. I just sit here. <laughs> she really does. Okay, so basically, mm-hmm. US Christian fundamentalists, who are already off to a great start, great, great start, who are obsessed with the book of Revelation. This is the same text that cited the seven headed beast. Oh, yeah. 666, the four horsemen, no, and no. the final battle. I oh, know. So the peeps that love that have been claiming for years that this or the identity scheme is the mark of the beast. They had previously said the very same thing about barcodes, but they seemed to simmer down on it after they realised that it was going nowhere and doing nothing. However, RFID, especially in the form of a glass encased implantable chip, the kind used for pet tracking, is their latest of our parole. I mean, it is like a little weird to have something in inserted in there. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, you weirdo. Don't say inserted <laughs> with extra emphasis on the S. Others are less concerned about its role in a future judgment and more the possibility of forced implantation for the purpose of tracking people. That particular idea has figured into some of the conspiracies surrounding Obamacare as well as the enabling of sale of the RFID blocking clothing and carrying gear. I think it's a really stupid thing to be like, oh, oh, they're going to, like, put put trackers in us and we'll, like, have a conspiracy about that purely so we can sell stuff. No one, like, you, there's better ways of marketing than like fear. I'm confused about why there would be RFID blocking clothing. So that the people can't read the chips inside you. Right, okay. This is assuming that you've... Got, Okay. Hold that thought. Okay. Public perceptions of RFID may be skewed by its frequent use in fiction, including like shows like The Blacklist and Babylon 5, where fictionalised RFID tags and implants usually have substantially greater range than the distances typical of real-world use. Mm-hmm. In reality, tracking someone generally requires a powered transmitter, something most mobile phones can do. And primarily for the convenience of emergency services, although mobile phone tracking is sometimes used for surveillance purposes, but which RFID gear simply isn't capable of doing. Mm-hmm. RFID plays a role as well in the more realistic aspects. Aspects. Aspect. How come I can but, say that word and nothing else today? I don't know, but that's a hard one. <laughs> aspects. Um, transhumanism. Yeah, that one. So, more realistic of transhumanism, Professor Kevin Warwick of the UK's University of Reading was among the first of a number of people to get an RFID tag implanted as part of a series of ongoing experiments in human-computer interfacing. And a number of smartphones now have NFC capability. Mm. 
to do many of the same things as an RFID card can do. Okay. So that's what I was talking about before with my phone. Yes. Conspiracy theorists have a tendency to cry, have a tendency of crying out Mark of the Beast over the tiniest news reports, even remotely involving microchips, and making large document documentaries, doc, not documentaries as I was going to say, <laughs> documentaries about their version of their theory. One even banned RFID chips, sorry, one state, US state, even banned RFID chips solely because they were worried that they were the Mark of the Beast. Why is everyone so worked up? Well, this is because, you guessed it, Satan really runs the New World Order and is returning to Earth and this is how he will control everyone. You the lost me. <laughs> really? Because I thought I had you more on board with Satan. <laughs> you lost me. The theory is summed up on the, sorry, on the nowtheendbegins.com website. In an article about the conspiracy, it said, what is presented on this page is not fantasy or our idea of something that could happen in the near future. Every time, sorry, every item here will tell you about advances in technology that either are in place or in the end stages of development and are about to be released. Every item here will show you not only the plan, but the actual tools that the New World Order has in place to track you right now, at this very moment, to monitor you and control you. Mm. It is said, uh, sorry, it said it would be a worldwide system that collects and gathers information and ties it with personal records of all kinds. It added, this will accumulate in a chip implanted in your body that will personally connect you to the system. Mm. In a potentially non-Christian view of what's going to happen, mm. other conspiracy theorists sometimes merely suggest that the US government will use RFID implants, IDS passports, to track citizens wherever they go to fit with whatever particular variation of the New World Order wants or what they want. A growing theory claims that we will all soon be chipped through vaccination programs at birth oh. or be forced to have contactless microchips instead of money. A mild version from the non-Mark of the Beast camp is a claim that the world's governments will phase out cash so the only way you can buy anything is with an implanted chip that can be then used as ID and to also monitor you. Again, all humans will be forced to take an implant so those in power can know our every detail and monitor our every move. I mean, I remember this coming up in the news a couple of years ago. Okay, that's a bit weird. I don't really think we're all going to get microchipped. It's that thing of, like, maybe cinema has taken things a bit too far in terms of sci-fi and people are starting to believe that as technology advances, it's a possibility... But then, like, you look at Back to the Future and barely any of that came to life, so... I think... I don't think... Hmm, I don't know if I'm... I think it's going to be an RFID chip. Hmm. I do believe we are tracked and our every move is tracked. Hmm. Unless... I don't even think you can really make it so that your phone isn't tracking where you are at any time. It's evident that it is pinging towers... Yeah. That will track when where you, like, you are. have a conversation about something and then it comes up in your Facebook ads. Oh, I'm, like, I'm sorry, I don't even type this You and I are going to get so many ads in Facebook that are like, RFD, RFID yeah. chip protector cases yeah. for travel uh, and such. Um, well, I'm not even taking like, things that I haven't even Googled that I've actually just had a conversation Correct. About. That's what I'm that saying. popped up into my Facebook. Yeah. Account. Or you'll go to look it up. You're like, oh, you'll be talking about... Mm, 
example, Guzman Y Gomez. And then you'll <laughs> had it for dinner. And then you'll go G in your Google. You'll be talking about it and you go G in your Google and it'll autofill with Guzman Y Gomez. And you're like, that could have literally been anything, Google. Yeah. Yeah, true. Guzman E Gomez. Oh, you. Um, I said that while looking at dead in the eyes. That was really creeped her out. It was so scary. Um, but yeah, we have things like that all the time. I have a Google Home in my room, so mm-hmm. that is listening to me constantly, That's just true. waiting for when I wake it up. I don't think we're going to be chipped though. That's I don't think we're going to be chipped. I think we're already at the point where they know enough. I mean, have enough of our, our identity. Everything's in technology, like a technological form. They can grab it any time. Yeah. If yeah. they so do choose, it's all there for the taking. I don't think we're going to... I don't know. I just... I feel like... I don't think we're going to be chipped at birth. It's a bit like a bit far. I think we're already chipped and it's called our phone. Yeah. And they're like, here, rely on this for everything. I mean, just take a look at... I mean, I know it's... I know it's different type of country um but hello winnie the pooh has been banned in china oh yes because of of monitoring of Mm -hmm. messages and basically free speech yeah Yeah. um via technology not even just like public free speech but actually private free speech so it's not like it's a new thing to be to be having like to have your information out there for government bodies to find that's not a new thing no but i really i don't know if i don't know about the chipping i, I don't know. i don't think so anyway you need to tell us what you think yeah about this whole shindig or whether yeah. we are potentially already chipped and we don't even know it yeah maybe maybe or whether it is the mark of the beast no. actually i'd be very interested to see anyone who has read the book of revelations by the way, I think we should read it because it sounds like a gas. I've definitely read it. I went to a Catholic school. I mean, they didn't make us read the Bible, but I went to 12 years of it too. <laughs> and then a few after that <laughs> of just plain old church. But I think it sounds like a real gas and we should read it just mm. for yellows. Well, it's the final chapter, so it's the most exciting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at elvislivespodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at elvislivespodcast or, you know, just, like, subscribe, rate and review, rate and review us on Apple iTunes or your favourite podcatcher. I don't really know how uh, Apple Podcasts work. I don't know how... I don't know how apps outside of Apple Podcasts work in terms of podcasts, oh. guys. Um, yes, did you? You can, I think. Yeah. There's a new one called Podcasia. Yeah, Podcatcher. Yeah. Isn't it called Podcatcher? It doesn't have Tina. I don't know, but any, <laughs> all of our podcasts are on there now. Oh, we're the worst. And you can rate and review us on there. You can subscribe. If you're on Spotify or any ones that you can't subscribe, rate and review to, just keep us on the loop. Loopity, 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 Especially loop. this one and the last one. Oh, because they are just bangers. Super late Classics. Nonsense. They're going on the, on the top. Hits so fresh now. CD Tavi and Julie, who should not be recording podcasts after seven pm. Maybe just shouldn't be recording podcasts. Maybe we're not very good at this. (gasps) (laughs) And on that note, everyone, bye.
and this is my stage mum, Irene, and our podcast is called All the World's a Stage Mum. So mum, what's our podcast all about? Conversations between you and me about lots of different things thrown in with a little bit of humour and a lot of opinion. And a whole lot of information. So if you want to listen to our podcast, we bring out an episode every Wednesday on Spotify and iTunes. Our podcast is called All the World's a Stage Mum. Subscribe and follow us now.